Welcome back. I'm Josh. I'm Justice, and this is round two of This Into the Cockpit. And because... this time, we're actually in the cockpit. Yeah. Uh, we had another guy. I'm just going to blame him for everything that got fucked up. Yep, that that's what I'm doing. We tried our first remote recording session, and, and that the went audio well was fine. Yeah, that went well enough. Until it wasn't. But it's the fir- it's also the first time that we've recorded an episode, and I didn't immediately back up the file. And for some reason, he decided this is literally our like most complicated thing to date. How about I don't back it up? And then Audacity just decided, hey, you know what's cool when you don't back up files? Just getting rid of them. It didn't get rid of it. It just corrupted it. You yeah. can't open the file anymore. I don't know what happened. So, take two. Also, it's kind of nice to just be back in the cockpit, just the two of us. It's been... Quite a while, actually. Yeah. I, uh, next week's episode even has us featuring somebody else in the cockpit with us again. Yeah, it's been like two months. Yeah, so it's nice to get back to just us vibing. Speaking of vibing, how have you been? I've been pretty good. I mean, things have been better, like like before, when I didn't have to re-record audio for things. But uh, other than that, it's been pretty good. What about you? Uh, Pretty good. I did come home last night and noticed you had adopted a cat, even though you had spent the last like year telling me we can't have a cat. I don't want animals. I was cat-sitting. It got me free alcohol. It was worth it. I like how you've reached a point in your life where you're trading your time for alcohol instead of money. The money just becomes alcohol. Fair. So, we've done three full release episodes since the last time we recorded together without anybody else. Yeah, that's been weird. So, those episodes were Kiss Sis with Chris. Yeah, that, that was the thing. Vampire Diaries with Chris. That was much a better thing. And then Minecraft with Hunter. That was also a thing. And somewhere in between there, we did a pilot's lounge where we had both of them on. That was a fun thing to edit. It was a lot of fun recording that. It was a lot of fun to record uh, the whole making it consumable process, much less. The real pain for me was by the time we were recording that pilot's lounge, I had been awake for like... 30 plus hours? I was on day three. Yeah, but you don't sleep anyways. And actually, no, you had slept. Oh, you right. You slept Friday night because you, you, yeah, you yeah. got so drunk. That sleep you... is a tough term, though. My body was not refreshed. I'd passed out for like four or five hours. Yep. So now that we don't have to be gentle. So it's still also on 30 plus hours, but not fun. What do you think of the Vampire Diaries? Now that we don't have to be gentle because Chris is here and he loves that show. I mean, it seems like it could be good. Um, I'd rather just watch Legacies. Are you still watching Legacies? I have finished all of it. Mm. Um, so I'm just waiting for that next season, boy. There's also the originals, which is a prequel, and I think that's the one with like super-powered vampires and stuff. The one I'm watching has a phoenix boy in it, and I'm down with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't watched any more Vampire Diaries either. I'm, it's on my list of things to get around to, but... Sometimes I just don't want to watch hour-long TV shows, so I pick up a show that's like 30 minutes an episode, and... Yeah, I've just been kind of in the mood for a short sitcom-y thing, so I've just been rewatching Scrubs recently. I... Okay, so... As long-time listeners, by long-time I mean we've existed for five months. First-time watchers. First-time callers. Well, no. I love an anime called Haikyuu. We don't have any callers. We've never had a first-time caller. 
and we. That's why I said first time callers. If one of you can figure out our phone numbers and call us, you will be a first time caller. Yeah, but they'd have to do it while we're recording, and exactly, I'd have to actually answer my phone during the record, and that's not going to happen. I didn't say it was very possible. <laughs> I just said first-time callers, and first-time watchers is also possible. Eventually. They'd have to break into our apartment. Or check out our YouTube channel that is coming at some point in the future. Don't rush me. So, about that YouTube channel. I have to turn audio things into video formats, and... Um, I want to get transcripts for everything. Yeah, no, I get you. I'll probably upload it all before I all have transcripts, but I want everything into its video format. And, um, well, I'm using a free program where I can only do so much with so little time. I really need to buckle down on the transcripts because it's just an accessibility factor, right? Like I found a thing where I can do like a minute-long clip at a time. Yeah, but... And then I still have to edit it to make sure it says everything's correct. Yeah, exactly. We talk about, like, a bunch of weird stuff. We talked about magic on the cast. We've talked about anime. And, like, these are things that, like, the terminology is not going to come through correctly on a transcripting service. Yeah. So what's going to have to happen to get good transcripts is I'm just going to have to sit down and listen through episode one and transcript it out, listen to it through episode two, do the same thing. And that's... A really daunting task. Yeah, it is. Maybe if I didn't work 60 plus hours a week. No, even then it's a daunting task. Yeah, that's fair. But I really want to because it's an accessibility issue, right? Like, people that have trouble hearing, or like, even even people that don't have trouble hearing. Sometimes, like, when I'm listening to a podcast, somebody will say something and be like, they'll, 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 they'll reference, say? like, a, a show or something. I'll be like, wait, what was that? And yeah. then, like, if there was a transcript, I could just, like scroll through and find it like, or even just comprehension issues like sometimes it's just hard to understand what you're someone's talking about without physically looking at what they're talking about yeah so i definitely want to get in, get transcripts at some point going and like like i said youtube's coming at some point some point far far off in the future i was gonna say something before we got on the youtube i guarantee by next month mm. yeah we were talking about how we get in moods for certain shows and as I was saying, people that listen to the cast know that I love this anime called Haikyuu. It's about a boys' volleyball team, and it's very good. They play volleyball. And the character growth is and really good. very good. And it's, the writing is good, the tournament arcs are well-paced. Um, and Haikyuu's in between seasons right now. As shows are wont to do. And I've been looking for things to fill Haikyuu. That's what I do. Um, I've talked about Hero no Sora, which is kind of my haiku filler, but the f- like Hero no Sora was really fun to binge watch, but week by week, it's not as good. No, its pacing isn't nearly as good as haikus. Yeah. So in the meantime, I have God of High School. I don't think I've talked about that on the cast yet. Uh, no, no, you have not, because we haven't <laughs> talked about things in like two months. New things. So God of High School is a new anime, um, based off the Korean manhwa of the same name god of high school and it's the entire series is a tournament arc which i'm a sucker for tournament arcs yu Hakusho and dragon ball z were some of my favorite animes growing up because they had people fight in a structured format just structure just fighting is boring give me that tournament rules but god of high school is all in a tournament setting pretty much there's some exceptions to the stuff going on. But 
Story-wise, God of High School is kind of weak, actually. Yes, but its fight scenes are beautiful. It's some of the most best. It's some of the best animated anime I've ever watched. The fight scenes, I mean, not the whole thing. Like, there's cool stuff going on all the time, but the, the fights are where the anime really shines. He's not wrong, sadly. I and like also, it when he's wrong. also the opening song and, and the closing song are both just. You're just a simp for the opening song because it has Tyler Carter in it. I don't know if that's true. Um, that opening song is just good. Yeah, it's true. But outside of that, what have you been watching? I have a couple other things I've been look, been watching, but let's kick it to you real fast. Uh, not a lot, really. Smallville and Scrubs. Uh, actually, I haven't. I don't think I've watched any more Smallville since the last time I talked about it. It's been a while. I'm on the last season, and I could just finish it. I could end my suffering and my torture now, but I haven't. I've been watching a lot of Scrubs here. This oh, I have watched all of Cobra Kai. I did that, yeah. Oh, yeah, the YouTube premium show that you said you were never going to watch. Yeah, but that's on Netflix and it's more accessible, and I watched it with my brother, <laughs> and I watched it with my brother-in-law. It's on Netflix now? Yeah. I didn't know that. So um, I watched all of that with him after watching through all of the, not all of the Karate Kid movies, the first two, I think. So we watched that, and actually, I don't want to admit it, but man, I fucking enjoyed it. I wanted to fucking hate it, but I liked it. <laughs> You're like I wanted to hate it. I, I did. I wanted to hate it. it, but it was good. You know, it, it reaffirms that thing that I've thought since I've watched Karate Kids, which is just Daniel Larusso is a fucking dick. So here's honestly. We, also, it also reestablishes the point that my mind hit in Karate Kid movie in the Karate Kid Three. He's not able to compete in the under eighteen All Valley competition. He's eighteen by that point. Fuck off, people. He's clearly cheated. He was born on leap year, so... No. I know. I, I His know. birthday happens before December 19th. I was just joking. But after school starts. So, here's... So, Cobra Kai started as a YouTube original show. On the premium on the YouTube premium service, or maybe even on YouTube Red before it was YouTube premium. Shrug. But, here's the thing. I honestly don't think I've ever watched a show on YouTube Premium that was actively not good. I've watched shows that I'm like, mm, this isn't my cup of tea, I'm not going to finish watching this. I mean, I guarantee you there are quite a few, but it was very much, hey, I can tell what I like, and you either have the makings of a really not good show, or actually a good show. I mean, yeah, maybe, but like, I've started stuff that I, like, wasn't in my ballpark and I was still like this isn't bad I'm not gonna finish watching it but it's not bad which I think is kind of an accomplishment like just just even that I lied I started watching an anime about diving free not uh, not no like deep sea diving oh really yeah they haven't done anything really deep sea yet because the main character is just now learning to dive in a diving club in high school. Um, it's not that good. My main thought that I've mainly kept in the show is one of the first shots, uh, one of the characters, who is very much not at all like the character I'm about to mention, my mind just goes, oh, because the silhouette I saw was, oh, so that's what an anime Ramona Flowers looks like. <laughs> and uh, that character is not at all like that. And I'm kind of sad, actually. Though, on a dope note, 
the Scott Pilgrim side scrolling beat 'em up game is finally coming back. Yeah, I saw that. I'm so excited. I love that game. I'm more upset because I also found out that Xbox 360s that had that game installed sold for $700 a piece, and we didn't sell our Xbox 360. Uh, that's because we didn't have it installed. Thought we did. We technically did, but the account it was installed on needed to be re-logged into at some point, oh, damn and it. no one could log into it because of reasons. Yeah, okay. He's like, I found out that those Xboxes were like $700 a piece now, and I was like... Yeah, no, we could have just sold it. I was like, damn it, we should have sold it. I checked a long time ago. But, you know, you had me... I'm going to be honest. I'm going to actually meme at you here for a second. You had me in the first half with that diving anime. But that second half? Nah. Nah, nah. I was like, ooh, a deep sea diving anime? That could be cool as fuck. Like... They're diving for, like, treasure and stuff? No, no, they're just learning to dive. It's not it's not that good. Yeah, so... I was like, this looks vaguely entertaining, and it has been vaguely existing. Fair. Yeah. It's not even worth a name drop. It's not getting that from me. So, the show I've been most... Like, I've heard, I've hard-dived into... Was the diving show? No, I had no idea what that show is. Oh. Um, has been atypical... Atypical, it's good. It's a Netflix original show that centered around a kid with autism spectrum disorder. And it's a very good show. Some of the acting sometimes feels a little stilted, like especially with the mom character. Yeah, yeah, very true. But it's a good show so far. I binged the first season and a half in one night and then yeah. finished season two the other night and I started season three. Um, Just from my experience, I would say it's arguably one of the better forms of media to try to do autism in a correct manner. Uh, it, it's far from perfect, but it's a lot better than a lot of other things that I've seen where they try to portray, portray autism. Yeah, because a lot of times they just portray autism as, like, savant syndrome. Yeah, and it's not good. Like, I think... This at least has, like, a variety of... We see multiple characters sitting along different areas of the spectrum. Our main character is a high-functioning autistic teenager, but... Like, you were talking about how this is probably a very one of the best portrayals in, in media? That I've seen, yes. Yeah, because, in, like, like, like I was saying, in a lot of shows, there's a lot of, like, savant syndrome stuff going on where the character is portrayed to be super intelligent in one area specifically because they have autism. Yeah. Um, Good Doctor is, like, the first one that comes to mind. Uh, there's an episode of House that I'm vaguely remembering off the top of my head. I'm also looking for another show right now. Like, I'm typing away on my phone, vigorously trying to find this show that the main character is literally, like, definitively just... Well, he's a combination of P- of PTSD and Savant Syndrome. Um, uh, there's that superhero show. The one where the kid connect, connect to Wi-Fi networks and internet stuff. Yeah, I think we started that, right? I don't know. Bright, that's the one I'm thinking of. The main character is Malcolm Bright. Um, he His father was a serial killer, and he has some type of... Yeah, it's a show that you made fun of me for watching because... Probably. You're like, oh, this is just a, this is just a like Dexter clone, or like it was a podcast at some point or something, and like... Oh, shit, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did make fun of you. I liked it. Um, it got worse as it went. 
Makes sense. Hey. Hey. You been playing any video games? No. Oh. Damn it. I, I was going to try to fill five or six minutes of content with this. I mean, I've been playing some Among Us with people. Uh, it's a great game. I've definitely enjoyed every game I've had. There have been a... Well, that's a lie. There have been a few games that aren't as great. Among Us really depends on the, like, the friend group you have. Yeah. But overall, I've enjoyed almost every game I've played of Among Us. Yeah. So, anybody that's not aware, Among Us is a game... It came out in, like, 2018. Yeah. Two but, years ago. But due to, like, I don't know, people Stuff. being locked in their houses because of a deadly pandemic and um, streaming taking off bigger than it ever has because people are locked in their houses because of a pandemic, the game got really popular really fast. And what it is, is it's a social deduction game, kind of like um, Werewolf Mafia. or Mafia. And you play... Betrayal House on the Hill, vaguely, because there's a traitor. Yeah, so you play this game, and... It can be played with like anywhere between like I want to say five is the minimum number. No, no, I believe the game states four to ten. So four to ten, but typically you want like six or more players, and depending on how many people you have, one to two people are quote unquote imposters, and you're alone like a space station or a research station. You're somewhere, and all the crew members who are not imposters have tasks to do, like make sure everything's running properly, remove the trash, remove the trash. Fix the electrical work. Set navigation. Make sure oxygen scrubbers are working, yeah. reactors are working, thrusters, whatever. The imposters, though, they don't get those tasks. Their their job is to make sure that does. that they either equal or outnumber the amount of crew members left. Because at that point, they can just kill the remaining crew or members. Or they sabotage the Shipping research center, ship, whatever, so everyone dies. Yeah, so... Their job is to make sure everybody dies. Mm-hmm. And in, like whenever somebody finds a dead body, they can call a meeting, and it's trying to figure. It's a game where you're trying to figure out who the imposters are before they kill you all. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, I've also, also only seven dollars on Steam. Yeah, it's not expensive at all, and it's free on your cell phone if you're okay with ads. True. So check uh, it out, Among Us. Very good game. Uh, I've also played a little bit of Swords and Magic and stuff. No idea what that is. Which is a game I backed on Kickstarter. Okay. Uh, I haven't gotten very far into it. Uh, what I did learn is I can be killed by a crab, and I was terrified. Claws up, yo. Ha, 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 ha. This is not a baseball podcast. It could be. No, I refuse to do that with you. Embrace my dreams. Nope. And uh, I ran terrified for like 15 minutes because no matter what I did, the crab followed me. <laughs> I swam out to the deep ocean and swam back, and then it would appear. You know crabs can go in water, right? Yeah, 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 but it would have been like <laughs> 30, 40 feet below me. I was hoping I would lose it. Uh, that didn't happen. I tried running all around the land areas and across docks, jumping onto ships and stuff, and that didn't work. So the game's called Swords, Magic, and Stuff? Swords in Magic in Stuff. In instead of the word and. Swords in Magic and Stuff. And in a world with swords in and magic. magic in Stuff. It's the crab that killed you. I haven't gotten very far in the game. It's in beta <laughs> right now because, like I said, I've actually on Kickstarter. Uh, I haven't enjoyed what I played of it, though, but I got murdered by a crab, and that's the main thing I remember. It makes me sad. Do you know what other multiplayer game has been a lot of fun this last month and a half or so? I don't know. Did you get murdered by a crab in it? Mm, no. Sad? I'm talking about Fall Guys. You know, the hit sensation that's sweeping the nation. Clearly, you mean Autumn Gentleman. Autumn Gentleman, yes. Game is somewhere between utter garbage 
and a game I can't stop playing because I love it so much. Yeah, that sounds right. Like, I'll play Fall Guys for an hour or two, and I'll be like, why am I playing this? This game is garbage. And then just stop playing. Yeah, it's a... You fall into a dark, dark pattern with that game. Fall Guys, in case you've somehow been living under a rock and yet somehow still get our podcast, you play as... Our podcast is exclusively broadcast to rocks. Broadcast to underneath the... No, no, it's broadcast to the rock. You tap into the rock to receive it, obviously. Oh, okay. Because a lot of rocks have magnetic properties which allow them to garner some form of signal. What are you, a fucking idiot? Have you been living under a rock? Maybe. So Fall Guys, in case you've been living under a rock receiving our podcast because the, the rock is ferromagnetic and receives radio signal. There we go. Um, internet signal? We're not a radio show. Signal. We don't know how it gets out there. We just put it on the internet and people find it. Um, you play as these things that look like beans with small feet and pretty large arms. And they're kind of cute and adorable, but then you realize they're six feet tall and like three and a half feet wide. And they're, they go from adorable to monstrosterous. Monstrosterous. I can't speak monstrous monstrous there you go they go from being adorable to monstrous but you play as this bean guy they're called fall guys or fall gals and you play against 59 to 60 something other people there are 60 people in the game so you play against 59 others and you just try to race through obstacle courses survive through stages and eventually make it to the end yes it's like wipeout or i think xcds i don't know it's a show wipeout Takeshi's Castle. Yeah. American Ninja Warrior. Uh, American Ninja American Warrior. American Gladiator. American Ninja Warrior. If you're if you were a six foot tall, three and a half foot wide bean who has feet the size of my hands. You have no problem with the spider crawl. You're great. <laughs> no, you're not great. Your feet don't go anywhere close to the walls. But your width does. <laughs> Anyways, Fall Guys is great. If you haven't played it, pick it up. It was free on PlayStation Network last month. It's not, it's not anymore. anymore, suckers. So it's like 20 bucks if you want to play it. It's worth it, maybe, if you have friends to play with. Because friends are what's going to keep you from, like, straight up salting out of the game. He's not wrong. And most recently for me, and I made you play a little bit of it, I've been playing the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remake. Dope. One and two. It's so Love faithful it. to the original. Character creations. Yeah. Some bad music added. I mean, the music added still feels Some right. Some of it's bad. Okay, well, whatever. I, I like will judge it. it. Um, Just give me my punk. So. Fuck the rap added. I like the stuff that was added. It's all good. I'm there for the punk music. The punk music and skating. So, last year, Resident Evil 2 got a remake re-release. That is true. Very true. And I think a couple years ago, might have been a couple years ago now, Crash got a remake. All of these games are getting remakes. And at first I was like... Why are you remaking all of these games? Just because make they're great new, games. Just make new content. But like Resident Evil 2 was a revolutionary style of remake. Like it's still similar to the original game, but it's such an upgraded version that playing the two games is a vastly different experience. And I was really impressed with the Resident Evil 2 remake at the time. Like it was my favorite remake of any game ever. Also Shadow Colossus had a remake. Mm, love that game. And now we have the Tony Hawk remake, which is made of the same people that did the Crash Bandicoot remakes. And it's not a revolutionary, like it's not changing anything massive i mean arguably i don't think there's anything super revolutionary about the original tony hawk pro skater games i mean when they came out they were pretty revolutionary like that was the first legit like skateboarding games true but have they had any big actual revolutionary impact on games other than the fact that other skating games were made have they had an impact on other games outside of that uh no but like it had an impact on 
It's made it, it made its own genre for like fifteen ish years, and then that genre died and it, hard. And, and it fast. had a significant cultural impact. Like Warp Tour is like born and bred from Tony Hawk. Like Warp Tour is born and bred from vans and skating, not from skating video games. But like that music became associated in the public eye. It's always been associated in the skater yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, fuck the public eye. The public eye is what made Warp Tour successful. Fuck that. That's why Warp Tour is dead now because of people <laughs> like you. Because of people like you that don't see the relevance in public. Genuine. Attendance matters. You get more attendance <laughs> when people in the public are aware of you. And all those fucking fake seeing ass kids. I just want to beat you so badly right now. <laughs> because I'm everything that is bad with that scene. Yes. Thank that, you. That's exactly why. You're welcome. Trust me, I hate it too. So, no, you're right. Tony Hawk's not revolutionary in his gameplay style. Yeah, no. And it like but it did create a subgenre. Than, yeah, it had more impact than what its remake definitely has. It was culturally significant, and it was a large part of my childhood, so I love it. Speaking of large parts of my childhood that, that are being remade, Mario Brothers, well, Super Mario 64, and two Mario games I never played are getting remastered. Sunshine remade. and Galaxy, baby. Sunshine is great. I haven't played Galaxy. I haven't played Sunshine or Galaxy, but 64 was a lot of fun, and I hate platformers, so... I'll give you that. Also, Mario 60, Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary looks cool. I have no idea what that is. Oh, I haven't you actually played the watched Super the Mario Brothers levels, and when you defeat an enemy, you're playing against 34 other people going through the levels. And when you defeat an enemy, it goes through one of these other players' screens, and when they defeat somebody, it can go to yours. So it's Mario Battle Royale? Kind of, and it actually looks kind of fun. Okay, so... It's, Mar- it's nice to know joining in on the Battle Royale stuff without having to make it, here's this island, now let's drink the area. So... Because apparently that's the only way we can do Battle Royales nowadays. No, Fall Guys is a Battle Royale. I know. And, like... I was firing shots at a lot of other games that I just like. Tetris 99, right? That was a Battle Royale? Where you played with, like, 90 other players? I was firing shots at games I don't like. What do you not get about that? But but, um, Fortnite's cool again. It has Marvel stuff in it. It wasn't cool. I watched that release stuff that they did for it. It wasn't entertaining. It wasn't that enjoyable. I'd rather just read comics. I have done... I have no idea what's going on with Fortnite. I'd rather just read comics. The new Call of Duty has been fun. Warzone, like I'm not typically a Call of Duty fan, but like Warzone's been fun. And the really, really disgusting part, I prefer playing Warzone by myself than with people. I originally downloaded it to play with some friends, and I just like it more by myself. Everything, everything you've said is disgusting. <laughs> you should play it sometime. No, it's fine. free, and it's only like a hundred. It's free, and it's only like a hundred plus gigabytes because they don't know how to make functioning files. I'm fine. Seems like a bad time. Yeah, I don't know why I enjoy it. I like to have guns that aren't bushes. What? Game glitch is bad if you're on computer. I've experienced some of those glitches. Like, um, I can't pull... I don't even remember the name of the rocket launcher I use in one of my loadouts, but I can't pull it up to aim without my entire screen fragmenting everywhere. So it's completely useless as a weapon because you can't see through it and you can't shoot it without pulling it to your shoulder and looking through the scope. If I want to play a game where I shoot other players, I'm just going to play Goldeneye or Turok 2, Seeds of Evil. If they would remaster Goldeneye and, like, maybe not... Maybe not like Battle Royale, but like up the player count to like 16-ish. That would be so good. Or I might play some Halo or Halo 2, vaguely. Um, That's debatable. New Halo is about to come out, right? I don't fucking know. I don't play Halo. Xbox. I've just played multiplayer with it, man. It's bad people with energy swords. I just pick up a shotgun and go camp somewhere. Grab hammers and energy swords. I don't shoot people in games where there's guns unless I don't have the option to melee them. My melee kill on Call of Duty Warzone, I have a bird that I throw at you, and it pecks your eyes out. 
Arguably not a melee kill. I mean, the bird's doing the melee. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> arguably. It's not your melee kill, though. It takes the place of my melee kill, and I have to be in melee range to use it, so. See, it's like a bad use of a bird. You need to train your bird better. Probably. Oh, I, I have a sad video game story to share. Your entire life is sad, so go ahead. So the other night, I was like... Died. Yep, that sounds right. I was like, man, I really want to go back and play Alpha Sapphire again. Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. And I found my 2DS, wiped off the dust. I'm not even joking. There was, a, there was a little bit of dust on it because I haven't touched it in like a year. I understand. I need to... I have some games I need to beat on my 3DS. Popped out the cartridge that was in it. Fire Emblem Conquest. Took Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Put it in. I was looking to play that game like last week. And I had no idea where my Conquest went. I, I guess you found it. <laughs> Started up the game. And it it just kept crashing. My Alpha Sapphire game card is dead. I had to buy a new copy if I want to play it again. You don't need to give the Pokemon company more money. I'm just going to buy it used. I'm not going to buy a new copy. You don't need to give Pokemon Nintendo or Game Freak more money. Yeah, that's why I'm going to buy it used. Or GameStop. They're dead anyways. Probably going to buy it on eBay because that's cheaper. Or Amazon. I constantly forget eBay is a thing. It feels like it should have went the way of everything else from the early 2000s on the internet. eBay is... Super, super nice. I'm glad it exists. Oh, no, no. I'm happy it exists whenever I remember it exists. But it just feels like so many other things from the early 2000s went away, and it feels like it should have too. I think the only reason eBay survived is because of PayPal. Elon Musk is the reason eBay is alive. Also because eBay is Canadian, so... True. Okay, I have one final thing I want to talk about. Well, two final things. I lied. So you're a liar, yeah. I am a liar. First, music. Today's the 12th. Yesterday was the 11th. This episode is technically late. Sorry, audience. But yesterday, two albums released. They did. One was the new EP by Eskimo Callboy. Which is fantastic. Titled MMXX. Or 2020. For those of you that know Roman numerals. It is still titled MMXX, though. You can't... It, like You could you could find it if you search Eskimo Callboy 2020, but it's because it's their only album released this year. Yeah, yeah the, I'm just saying the reading of it. Yeah. So the first three songs on the album are all singles that have music videos, so they're already out in the public if you wanted to listen to them before the album released. The fourth track, though, is magical. It feels like something that would have been made in, like, the early 2010s by Attack Attacker or Asking Alexandria back when Asking Alexandria had the electronic metalcore feel to them with Stand Up and Scream. And it's so much fun. Like, it's a legitimately great song. Digital Renegade, I see Stars era. Yeah. So like 2012, 2013, early 2010s. Yeah, yeah. It, it's such a fun song, and the final song is a really good like ballad outro, and the other album that just came out. Is a Marilyn Manson album I've yet to listen to. Uh, we Are Chaos. I've listened to the first five tracks. Um, I've, I was live tweeting last night before I started the podcast record, and I tweeted my thoughts on the first four tracks. It's good. The fourth track's a little weak. It feels like it goes nowhere for like almost three minutes. But the track before that has like... The musical atmosphere of, like, a 90s song by The Cure. I do like The Cure. But, like, during the chorus, Marilyn Manson does his, does the best Kurt Cobain impression I've ever heard. And it's just, like, the song feels like it's meant for, meant like to exist in the middle of the 90s. But Sorry, I had uh, The Cure's burn stuck in my head. Yeah, that song is so good. Yeah. I need to finish... When I finish editing this episode, I'm going to finish listening to the Marilyn Manson album and finish live-tweeting that. But I'm really excited to finish it. It's some of Manson's best work since the 90s, easy. Like, just based on the first three tracks. Very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to anything new? 
not any new albums really i've been listening to a lot of classical music for a larger swath of it so uh fun fact a lot of it's not very new nowadays didn't coheed and gambria just drop like a new i song? was getting there baby <laughs> i was getting there and other than that i've been listening to a new single from coheed and cambria in which they teamed up with rick springfield is and that, it's is jesse's that, girl too is that bruce springfield's son or is there a relation there or? are you thinking bruce springsteen the boss yeah, isn't Jesse Girl by him? Jesse's Girl by him? Jesse's Girl's by Rick Springfield. I'm so stupid. God, kill me. I'm editing this out. I also literally just said Rick Springfield before this. Okay. And you went with Bruce Springsteen. Good job. But no, it is Jesse's Girl 2, a story continuation of Rick Springfield's Jesse's Girl. And I'm Rick Springfield. Jesse's Girl. Da, 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 yeah, yeah. Da. And it has Rick Springfield in it, and it is fantastic, and I love it, and I've listened to it a lot, and I've ordered a single of the song on record. It's only 10 bucks, and I got it on a transparent vinyl, and I like it. From a story perspective, I don't like Jesse's Girl, because it's about a guy who's like, man, my friend's girlfriend's so awesome, okay, I'm gonna steal okay. her from him. So Jesse's Girl too, though, is, oh yeah, Jesse was perfectly fine with me stealing his girlfriend. She's a crazy fucking bitch. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, such karma! Uh, literally, one of the lines is, "She won't let me leave the house alive." <laughs> and then uh, Rick Springfield's part, he's just going on about dream about what life could have been if I'd left that monster in the eighties. Uh, it's great. The fact that like Coheed and Cambria teamed up with oh yeah, apparently from what I saw, it was partially due to Claudio Sanchez, the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria, just being like, "I wonder if other bands have ever done like a direct." continuation of another artist's song huh there's a few examples where it seems that way but it's never from what i've seen it's never been with like direct permission from the previous artist yeah so arguably according to people who released it it is a direct continuation of but if, from the original artist it isn't but of course they have the blessing of rick springfield so it is a direct not just his blessing but like he guests he, he on is the song. on the song yeah so it is a direct continuation of jesse's girl we Are Chaos has a song called... Actually, it might just be the second track. We Are Chaos, the, we Are Chaos, the title song. That's musically... It, like, it opens up. And, like, when I opened... When it started, I was just like, is this a cover? Because it literally just feels like Space Oddity by David Bowie. Yeah, actually, uh, one of the songs that I can think of off the top of my head that is supposed to be a continuation is a continuation of Space Oddity. But it was never a sanctioned continuation that David Bowie was like, yeah, no, this is just picking up with the story, was it? Yeah, We Are Chaos. Um, it The whole thing feels like a David Bowie. Like, it feels like Space Oddity. It has the same musical tone and the, the lyrics are saying in a similar style to Space Oddity. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, one of the things I really like about Jesse's Girl, too, is, one, it has a lot of different guitar parts and, like, rhythms from multiple Coheed songs, but it also picks up, obviously, parts from Jesse's Girl. And what's the name of the song? Um, 8675309. I don't know the name of the song, but I know, everybody knows what song you're talking about right now. Yeah, except they changed the lyrics to 8675305. Really? Yeah, because he changes his number to avoid Jesse's girl. Oh, that's... To 8675305. That's so clever. And uh, I I am legitimately pissed off at myself for not remembering the song at the moment. It's Ginny, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, the song is 8675309 backslash Ginny by Tommy, Tommy Two-Tone. Two-Tone. Yeah. Yeah. So, you got anything else you want to say about Jesse's Girl 2? Uh, yeah. yeah. Go watch it. In the music video, Rick Springfield is obviously a bit touched up by makeup, but... 
even outside that the man looks fucking young for a 70 year old so watch that shit talking about watching music videos you should also check out Eskimo Cowboy's newest music video for their song MC Thunder 2, two. Dancing like, like a Ninja yeah the music video is insane also and just check out the music video Hypa Hypa I love Hypa Hypa H-Y-P-A space H-Y-P-A I love both both those music videos so much, and they're they're both encapsulate so much what Eskimo Callboy is, and by that I mean an insane band who like does random bullshit. It's so good. So I had one final thing I wanted to touch on before we sign off, and I get to actually editing this and posting it, and that is the reason why we had our friend Hunter on the show in the original version of this recording before the world said fuck you, before Audacity said fuck you. Audacity is part of the world. And that's because on Monday, Labor Day in the States and Canada, he did a 24-hour stream for charity. Well, Sunday to Monday. Yeah, Sunday through Monday. He did a 24-hour stream for charity because he's a streamer, www.twitch.tv backslash fallopian golem. Which you would know this if you paid attention to our last two episodes. Or even looked at the show notes for the last three episodes. That's right. If you didn't know this, you were lazy. And we hate you. But so, he raised just over $300, which for a streamer his size... Definitely Pretty not good. bad. And half of that went to the American Cancer Society. And the other half went to Collars of Change. And I just really want to congratulate him on that. Like, it's a great effort. And it was in memory of... Chadwick Boseman. Because he just passed away, in case you've been living under a rock still. I'm judging all of you living under rocks right now. I'm not. Your rocks are ferromagnetic, and we still apparently get our podcast somehow. Also, I guess I can't judge you. America's no longer freezing eviction notices, and we're in the middle of a pandemic still. So yeah, if you're living under we a live rock... under a boulder. If you're living under a rock, I don't blame you at all. Actually, I blame the government. But anyways, he raised $300 for Amer- American Cancer Society and Color of Change, and just wanted to congratulate him. Like, fucking, po- fucking pog job, Hunter. Agreed, very pog. Um, that stream, I think the VODs should be up still. I believe so. It was just a bunch of, like, playing random games, hanging out with chat. We played some Among Us, some Fall Guys. I fell asleep in the middle of Fall Guys. Uh, there was a bit for Left 4 Dead 2 Dark where Souls. I attempted to play without a mouse, only using a trackpad. Yeah, that was terrible. Yes, it was. And he played some I, Dark I kind of S- hope it made good content for someone to watch. He played some Dark Souls, and we played one of my favorite um, video game board games, 100% Orange Juice. Fantastic game. And a little bit of Cards Against Humanity on stream. Yes. It was Cards Against lo- Humanity kind of devolved, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. I hope some of you managed to swing by. I left notes about that in the previous episode. We tweeted when we went live over there. Well, when we... When he went live and we joined him. Yeah. So hopefully you guys caught some of that. It was a good time. We In 10 days, we have another episode coming up with him featuring my favorite TV show I've ever seen. It's a show. It hurts me because I talked to both justice and hunter about that show because we watched it back in august when we recorded all of these guest spot episodes the very beginning of august like literally the first i believe the second no no, i think we watched it on the first Mm. and recorded on the second and it's been almost a month and a half now they still haven't watched another episode of it i have wanted nothing serious in my life since then but it's so good give me humor and light fluffy things the world is bad enough as it is okay fine you're right it the world is bad Light, fluffy things like scrubs are where I'm at. Atypical. Exactly. Anyways, thanks you guys for listening. Sorry that this was late again. We're going to blame everything but ourselves. It was my fault. I didn't duplicate the file. I okay, we're going to blame everything but justice. I'll take all the blame on this. I didn't duplicate the file. The one time I don't duplicate the file, Audacity crushes me. I've had this happen before once, like very early on in our... Yes. But I was able to, like, because I had the backups, I was just able to go boop, boop, boop. 
and yeah. restart the edit. Which I mean, we've had it happen like two other times with one specific show. We still have the backups. We just refuse to do that show at this point. <laughs> yeah, because it's a cursed. But which is odd, given what the show's about. If we just found the right man, he could fix it for us. Yep. I think we'll probably rewatch and re-record that because no, we either use the audio we have or we say fuck it. Okay, fair. I'm not um, watching it again and recording it for the fourth time. That's fair. But yeah, so again, apologies for this going up late. If you want to reach us and like shout at us for being late, you can reach us on Twitter at Copilot's Review. You can send us very angry emails at copilotsreview at gmail.com. I will say, if it's a very angry email, I'll probably just delete it. I don't have time for your negativity in my life. I'm just going to copy and paste all of your words to Twitter and post them there. <laughs> Just at you out on Twitter, Jesus. Yeah, baby. Justice being a complete savage here. Um, you can also reach us via our website. It has all of our links, copilotsreview.simplecast.com. And that website has our Discord link. Which we refuse to try to read because, my God, it's a Discord link. Discord links don't have words after the backslash. They have random letters and numbers and symbols and it's a lines and bears and oh my. It's a train wreck after that backslash. Anyways, I want to thank you for listening. I'm also going to put out a call for any reviews you guys want to give us on those iTunes or wherever else you find our podcasts. I don't want to sound like I'm begging here because I honestly don't care that much. But it does help the algorithm help other people find us. And that I do care about. So Also suggestions. We're always down for suggestions, guys. Don't get us wrong. We have a lot of things to watch. I have a whole list I haven't even talked to you about yet. Oh yeah, we have a bunch of things, but like... If you guys have the certain things you make you want to make us watch because you really like them, or you hate them enough and you want other people to suffer, or you are pretty ambivalent to them but you know they're terrible and want us to suffer, or you're just vaguely interested in the show, but, but you don't, don't want to invest the time yourself, so you want to know if it's good first. That's what we're here for. Legitimately, it's the entire reason why we're here, actually. Like, that's the reason we were born. I serve no other purpose in the grand scheme of fate. Our, our grand purpose is to watch, play, listen two episodes of something, and then tell you what we think of it. That's the entire purpose of life for us. 